Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. We are here at the location at the spot right here where the conversations are pointed and the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. And I'm going to do this without my glasses today. How about that? We've got Catherine Cernandez with us and she is calling us from Australia. I'm excited to have her. She is a very layered woman. Uh, she works in the holistic space. She really helps individuals get through some challenging times, uncovering some challenges that they may have had in their lives, some suppression, uh, you know, becoming better business people, becoming better mothers, becoming better human beings for the world. She works deeply in the intuitive counseling space with a lot of different holistic modalities. And I'm excited to have her here and to explain to us how she works different than anybody else on the planet. Let's welcome her to the edge. How are you, Catherine? Uh, that was such a lovely warm welcome. Thank you so much. I am great. Um, it's summer in Melbourne. And um, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so depending on what part of the world you're listening this from and also what time of the year it is for you. But here it's warm right now. And well, it's um, pouring out here in San Diego. Yeah, I wanted. It is buckets of water, but we are so glad because we don't get a lot of rain. So right, right. we appreciate it when it comes. I think uh, being a Melbourne person, and if anybody is dialing in from Australia, you'll know that we get four seasons in a day. So for us to get a proper summer um, is a real blessing. So um, yeah, we look obviously quite different because you're you're dressed for the cool and I'm dressed for the warm. But I know, I think, and it's yeah. chilly. It is so <laughs> chilly here. So I'm going to sit back and really kind of get into this because um, I have the luxury of having a lot of wonderful guests on my show, a lot of them in the healing modality space, a lot from Australia. And I noticed that Australians are really deeply rooted in energy work and metaphysical, um, more earthy, ground yeah. type of practices. Where did you find yourself and how did you find yourself in this space? Well, I guess my journey and to quote um, other mentors of mine that I have heard use this term, I think it's a Shiro story. So this is really about becoming your own heroine in, in whatever's going on in your life. And that is what essentially my work is. It serves two purpose and the purposes are that one, I'm here to um, work on my own personal journey. So I'm still a healer that is healing, but I'm also here to serve the world. And so, and I do mean the world because I think that by making a difference in anybody's life that I create wellness in, that person has a ripple effect onto their beloveds, their community, their family, and then, you know, through that, the world is a better place. So, you know, it's that whole thing of like 
making a difference to just one person at a time and letting that energy ripple through. But circling back to what you said in regards to being an Australian woman, I'm really blessed and I'm actually a Latin American um, Australian woman. So I arrived here in 1976 from a country called Uruguay in South America. Uruguay, and wait, slow down a minute, let, because I've never heard of Uru Uruguay. So okay. educate us. Uruguay is um, nestled in between uh, Argentina and Brazil. So we're, we're Ooh, a that's tiny a, country. That's a sexy, I'm sure that's a sexy place. It, look, I tell you what, it's a pretty sassy place. Um, and I think that that's where I get a lot of my uh, energy from. And I love the fact that I'm this fusion of being uh, Latina and I'm also Australian. And, you know, I'm a woman in the making. You know, I am a woman with deep roots in my culture, but also very modern um, open, expansive woman. So as an Australian woman, most of all, I do have a relationship with the land. And that means that I work energetically with whatever is present for me. So hence, I started off with a discussion about the weather, because really, I work with the seasons, I work with what's going on around us. And I'm deeply rooted in Pachamama and Mother Earth and her energies and the medicine that comes from just being a human being who's like picking up all these energies as well as the ones that's coming from other human beings. How did you migrate from South America to Australia? Well, we came here by charter plane. Um, it was pretty much almost a, a voyage of being a refugee in the days before we were talking about refugees. Um, it was almost political asylum. My parents were on a uh, a list um, where potentially they knew that they were going to be the next ones that were going to disappear. And there's lots of history in, in oh, wow. Latin America about people who were protesting against the government and then being put on a list, which essentially meant that at any stage you would get the military knocking on your door. And the way that it was done then is that the parents would be taken away, the children would be separated, oh. you'd become pretty much an orphan. Um, and my parents got a heads up that they were on that list. So they started to make arrangements to come to Australia. So, um, you know, long story short, I'm so now, how, how old were you? I was seven. I find that very fascinating. Did you have siblings? I do. Okay. One, one, one on this earth and one in heaven. Okay. And so did you speak primarily Spanish? I still do. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I I bless my parents for that because I I loathed it when I was younger but now oh, I just I love, love it I love it that one I my favorite languages yeah so language of love it is yeah. so you come to this country uh, yeah. you find your way you your parents uh, you settle in you come you acculturate and you assimilate just mm, mm. very very different you know that people want that to happen do you have children I do I have two adult men. Okay. And so did, you know, uh, have they ever been back to your native land? They have not, um, though they live vicariously through the fact that, um, yeah, we keep our Latin roots in our home and especially my um, mama, she's very much in her culture. Uh, and as she's getting older, you know, more so. So she's our anchor, you know, she brings us back, you know, she often complains about the fact that she's feeling a little less in her Australianness as she's become a retired person now, so she's more at home. And I actually love that because she brings us back to our music, bring us back to our food and what feels essentially like home away from home. 
That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I've been to Australia and I did not, you know, run across a lot of Latino uh, people. So that is, that's beautiful. I find there's a lot of Asian uh, people. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's a lot lot like America, you know, you, you have uh, welcoming borders. You have people that are willing to take in people from other countries and allow them to make it their home. So now you are in the space, this holistic Mm -hmm. space. How did you find that? Well, I think it found me. I My journey actually began as an early childhood educator. So when I trained originally out of um, secondary college or high school, uh, I went into working with children. And that predominantly came from some of the tricky things that I had to deal with as a child. And I felt a deep connection with making children's lives better. Um, I was a young person then, and I felt like I wanted to make a difference through uh, education and through care. So that was my first dream. But I always had this part about me that was incredibly interested in supporting the wellness and the health of the staff, the educators around me and the parents. And I think this kind of like, you know, if I look at it, it was just a, a streak, if you like, that was always inside of me, even as a child, you know, I was always a innate teacher, innate carer. So really I'm getting to play the role that I played as a child, as a grown up. And what happened was, um, and I blessed this transition, I had a divorce and in my divorce, I needed to make a decision about how I wanted to be present for my children. And I had an interest in wellness and I pursued that so that I could be more present at home. It meant that I could work and be available for the children as well. So my two boys. And I just fell in love with it. And I think it fell in love with me too. So here we are, we're in this deep relationship where I get to heal and I get to support other people's healing journey. A lot of the time it's quite raw because it comes from my own um, past that I have traveled. I left breadcrumbs along the way so that I could go back and recall and revisit with my clients and that allows me to have really um you know be in my roots as you said be in my earth you know i've got my my fingers and my toes in the mud with them when we need to be there but we're also like i'm there helping you know cultivate that land and pull out weeds so this is a very uh a co-creative process that happens through the therapies that i that i um provide Give me a success story. Let me hear a win. I actually, uh, I think most of the wins that I would like to honor are people that have said to me at the beginning of their sessions, I don't want to go into this topic. I don't want to talk about this at all. We can talk about anything else, but we will not go into those spaces. Me full well knowing that this was a space that actually, if you're saying to me, we're not going to go there, um, this is exactly where we need to go there. So whilst I could give you one story, I believe that the courage that it takes to let another human being hold space for you so that you can travel there. And sometimes we're both huddling in there in the storm and sometimes we're holding hands and other times I get to witness it. But at every single point, what I'm watching is people take responsibility for what they are going through. 
And so I think the success story is trusting your innate wisdom, even if that's going to lead you into the most shadowy parts of yourself that literally just need a light. Absolutely. Um, it's a rite of passage. Yeah. Isn't it not? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's when you get into that deep meditation and guided meditation and they ask for you to walk through that door. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and it's fearful because you don't know what to expect on the other side, but there absolutely. is a revelation. And it could be something from your past. It could also be a great gift for your future. People don't talk about uh, their future. They always kind of seem to get stuck in their past or mm. talk about their past. Now, I know that the past is definitely a clear indicator of what could happen in the future. But give us some encouragement as to what's going on in 2023. This is the age of Aquarius. This is 55G. This is the age of the woman. Where do you see us? And, you know, in your enlightenment and your wisdom, where do you see us headed? I really see the expansion of humanity into creating more connections with one another in the ways that we did as, you know, as our elders did. Right. As we as people, absolutely. Yeah. I think we we're sort of like we not that we've hit our max in terms of technology because all of that will keep going on around us. You know, we are in a way we're sort of like a little bit like just get your sail up and just allow yourself to to go with that one. You know, don't fight it because technology has taken us into wonderful spaces. But we need to go back and really understand how to be the sailor, you know, how to actually sail that vessel. So we're learning the ancient crafts again. We're going back into that wholeness. And we were touching on it when we were in lockdown. You know, there was a lot of like going back to baking bread, you know, making kombucha, you know, getting back into the gardens, you know, spending more time with our children, being at rest, being at stillness, allowing ourselves to be bored. So going full circle on what it's like to be human or at least this is my deepest heart wish is that we will claim our humanity again in a way that feels honorable that feels like it's something that's been designed by us instead of us thinking that that too is left for other people to decide as a therapist how do you keep yourself grounded what do you do for self-care? Because you're taking on a lot. Mm. I, I sort of kind of like walk in two paths. One of them is that I'm very aware of why I'm on this earth. Mm. I'm very aware of what. Consciousness. Yeah. Like I really get it. Like I really feel, you know, the God inside of me, you know, the spirit inside of me, source, energy, whatever, you know, you would like to call it, but this is what it feels like for me. And so I know that just sits there and it sits there quite like as a comforting blanket. And then there are the things that I have to be very proactive about doing for myself, which is, you know, mental health for me is, mm -hmm. is so, you know, incredibly important because the reason why I believe I'm such a compassionate, intuitive therapist is because I've done some of the dirty work before you. Like I've been in there, I've been in the muck and the mire and I have things which created a lot of shame and a lot of turmoil and conflict inside of me, which I had to work through. So in a way, I'm working through my own playbook. 
you know i'm bringing you in to like this is how i learned to sing my song this is how i learned to be in my truth so i act intuitively and this is what i mean about what the message is in there for our future is to go back and actually keep talking to ourselves like we are our own expert like like the truth the deepest truth still relies on us being able to express it. So is that a nap? Is that a walk? Is that meditation? Is it yoga? Is it friendship? Is it to go in and spend some time with myself in nature? So I'm constantly asking the question, what do I need? You know, what do I need today? Exactly. And keeping yourself full because, you know, we are vessels and we do run uh, run weak. Sometimes we're shallow. Sometimes we're broken. Mm -hmm. And we're not perfect. And, you know, and I like that, that you, again, said at the very beginning that you are still a work in progress, that you are still going through this transition and you're walking alongside of your client. A lot of times people position themselves or pontificate or posture that they are the subject matter expert and I've already been through this and now it's your turn but we are ever evolving vessels and beings and Mm -hmm. you know we are continuously going through this journey one day at a time it's not over until it's over if you were to time travel where would you land oh Okay, I've got two favorite places. Oh my God, I love these questions. This is such a juicy question. I'm all excited now that you've brought out the child in me. All right, so I'd love to go back to um, the days of kings and queens. There's something about that time. I get really excited. I was recently exposed by my beloved to um, Games of Thrones and I didn't think I was going to like it, but there was something about it, something about dragons. Anyway, breaker of chains, all of that sort of thing. That was very appealing. So there's something about that sort of time, um, not necessarily just Games of Thrones, but I love that era. But there's also a time of when there was nobility um, in the sense of going back to sort of like the ancient times of India I don't know why India, I love India, but yeah, just going back to those times when, um, when India was allowed to be herself, when she was truly her own mother. And I'd love to go back to those times when she was thriving and she was, yeah, she was just beautiful. And, you know, before Mm -hmm. all of that sort of kind of other melting point that came in. Well, not me. I don't want to go back. I want to go to 3033, I want to go straight forward. I want to go to the cosmos. <laughs> I want to land and dance among the stars. It's just oh. a lot different. If you're an appliance in the kitchen, Catherine, mm. what appliance would you be? Oh my goodness. Oh, let's say a blender. Ooh, you want to make <laughs> it? <laughs> but I, I think where the blender is truly blending. Um, because I believe that that's what I am. I'm just such a, a mixture. A lot of people go, oh my God, you know, you've studied so much and you've done so much. Um, and yet, you know, you, I, I guess they say that I come across, you know, quite humble and quite approachable and, and likable, you know, and I think that that's because I don't mind the melting pot uh, as, you know, we just talked about other cultures being, you know, I think I'm, a mixture of everybody who's come into my life, the good, the bad, my culture, um, past, the future, the present, all sorts of things. So definitely blender. Definitely blender. I think I'd be a teapot. I like it it hot. I like to spout. (laughs) 
God, you're so delicious. <laughs> uh, what are three things that you absolutely cannot live without? Not the family, not the job, all of that. But what are your guilty pleasures? All right. Um, I, I must meditate. There must be mindfulness and meditation. Um, so I love being guided um, by people like Deepak Chopra. I love the work of um, Tara Brush, um, where it just feels safe, um, you know, just feels like home. So that's something that I need in my life every day. I am a person that needs nature. So I love to be in nature. I love to be um, with my feet on the ground. So that's a non-negotiable. There must be some experiences, even if it's my veggie patch or my plants. And the other thing that I like to do is um, I love to read. So give me books, like heaps of books. I'm such a nerd. I've been like this since I was a kid. And yeah, sometimes I collect them. Sometimes they just look really good stacked up, but most of the times I'm reading them. I know. Well, you know, books are, you know, and being a nerd is sexy. It is. <laughs> it really turned to be something very trendy. Yeah. What would you say to a woman right now that is in a situation where she's feeling lost and she's feeling hopeless and she's feeling that she's not enough? Um, she's maybe going through a change in her life a divorce or maybe recovering from alcohol or drugs, what would you say to encourage her? I would say that she doesn't have to do this journey by herself. And I think when I speak to that person, I'm also speaking to the me of the past that choose or at least chose to do a lot of this on her own. And I was always looking for someone like me. So I want to let them know that that person is here and I am that person for them. And I'm just waiting for them when they're ready to just grab their cup of tea and to sit with me in community and belonging and for it to feel like almost like a friendship. But really, this is revolutionary, radical, self-loving work that you are about to do. But it'll feel like you've gone and visited your best friend. Well, you are warm and inviting and sensitive and beautiful. And thank you so much for immersing us in your culture, uh, for you know holding someone else's hand along the journey and not leading them astray. Uh, I get the fact that you wanted to be a regal royalty because oh, we are indigenous people and we mm. do come from kings and queens, maybe not British, but uh, we have our own lineage and our own love. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you, Catherine, how to work with you if you have any current offerings. Sure. So you can um, have a look at what I offer. And I really do invite you. I've taken a lot of time to make this really a delicious website. So that can be found at balanzawellness.com. And um, you'll see all of my offerings there. But I also have an Instagram uh, channel. And that one I've just recently changed. So excuse the fact that it's not rolling off my tongue, but we will include that in our links. Um, I will put all of those things together. And then I have also a coaching page, which um, we'll include in the link for our listeners and our viewers as well. But predominantly, if you go into balanzawellness.com, you'll be able to read a little bit about me and see what I do. I also love writing blogs. Writing is something that I love to do. So you'll get to read some of my blogs in there as well. 
Well, I'm looking forward to all of that. And in closing, I'd like for you to share with us, what would you like your legacy to be, Catherine? <sighs> that I came, that I served, and I loved deeply. Well, you are all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here on the edge brains. Get your love on. You know, there's somebody here to walk alongside of you that has been there. Maybe they have not traveled the exact same journey, but there is stories to tell and there are lessons to learn. We are more alike then we are different. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Bye, brains.